welcome to the Staying Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Associate E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we'll be chatting about longevity. And I am throwing it all the way back to my epic conversation with an amazing super centurion. To get this longevity party started, I'm going to give you guys a few simple tips that can help you lead a longer, healthier life. And later, you'll hear my conversation with Bernardo Lapayo, who was 109 years old at the time of the interview and went on to live until 114 years old. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe, rate the show, go on and give us some stars on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to write a review. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. All right, all right, all right, y'all. Let's talk about longevity. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there who say, why worry about it? Let's let's not even think about living long. YOLO. <laughs> you only live once. We should just live for the moment. We all have to die anyway. Well, since we all have to kick the bucket someday, longevity is really about living the best quality life while we have it. And there's been a lot of research done around the world trying to figure out exactly what makes one person live longer than another. Obviously, genetics can come into play, but it's been shown and proven that diet and lifestyle can trump genetics to some degree. Although there are a lot of ideas out there, for now I'm going to share with you six simple tips that can make for a longer life. Number one is daily exercise. This was not very surprising, but the detail was a shocker. Apparently, people who exercise vigorously a mere three hours a week have cells that are actually nine years younger than non-exercisers. Child, it's pretty amazing. So if you were considering that Botox bandwagon, you might want to just try hitting the gym instead. Number two is eat less. It's been scientifically proven that calorie restriction can lead to a longer life. Y'all have heard me talk about intermittent fasting, and I also live a fasted lifestyle. I really believe in fasting as a powerful tool to um, accelerate longevity, promote healing. It's just really getting out of the body's way. So this also means meaning eating smaller portions and avoiding overeating, especially in the later years of your life. You can also make short or long-term fasting a regular part of your lifestyle, again, by intermittent fasting or um, maybe even alternate day fasting. Everyone kind of finds what works for them and integrates it into their lifestyle. Number three is a vegetarian or at very least a whole foods lifestyle. I would add to that maybe uh, you know more on the Mediterranean or pescatarian kind of lifestyle. This shouldn't be a shocker, but none of the men and women living in their hundreds are fast food junkies. They eat a lot of vegetables, whole foods, good fats, which all make for a longer life, keep their weight down, and protect their heart. Also, organic is definitely key. We want to avoid toxins. We want to avoid um, all of these pesticides. Consuming genetically modified foods, we want to try to avoid that as much as possible as well. All of those things um, contribute to better quality food. And I know what you're thinking, it's too expensive. 
But the thing that you can keep in mind is that uh, it's it's not all or nothing. You can eat a good portion of fruits and vegetables that are organic and make sure that you thoroughly wash the fruits and veggies that are not. And you can use the guide from the Environmental Working Group, which is really great. So you could uh, use the Dirty Dozen list to help you figure out which ones maybe I should definitely get organic and which ones I shouldn't. And that's another way to kind of cut the cost on the front end. Number four is to think positive and de-stress. This is something I'm working with my clients on all the time because stress is such a major part of creating disease, inflammation in the body, even in the gut, because the gut and brain are connected. People with positive attitudes and a decreased amount of mental and physical stress tend to live longer. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) If you're less stressed, you're also likely to avoid destructive behaviors like overeating, smoking, basically all the things that people use to cope with stress. So if the stress doesn't kill you, sometimes the things that we do to manage our stress in a toxic way are actually detrimental to our health. So reducing stress reduces those behaviors and also reduces um, the damage that stress can do in general. Number five is regular checkups with your doctor. Although, and I'll say regular checkups with your doctor, holistic practitioners, your care team, assemble your care team, y'all. I know I have, for me, it's um, acupuncture, massage therapist, chiropractor, a nutritionist, although I I guess I'm totally kind of my own nutritionist. (laughs) But for me, it's all of those things. So figure out who your care team is, assemble them and check in with them regularly to make sure that you are, and, and make sure that you're fine tuning. You're not just checking up when something goes wrong. You're doing these things regularly. For me, I need regular massages. I need regular acupuncture visits. I need, um, maintenance, chiropractor visits to deal with low back issues. So whatever it is for you, figure that out and stay consistent. And last but not least, clean your colon. This is one of the major rules um, that I learned early on when I got in my health journey is something that Bernardo Lopayo does talk about in our interview. Our colon is our body's waste systems. When your colon gets backed up, disease is inevitable, people. So it's really important that we maintain a consistent colon cleansing regimen to prevent disease before it happens and eat the right foods so our colons don't get backed up in the first place. Okay, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to check in, throw it all the way back to an epic conversation with Bernardo Lapayo. Stay tuned. Are you interested in living your best healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Today's guest is Bernardo Lapayo, a longevity master who lived until 114 years old and at the time of interview was 109 years old. Bernardo was born in Victoria, Brazil on August 17, 1901, and moved to the U.S. at an early age. 
a regular in local TV and newspapers, Fernando enjoyed four different careers over his century lifespan. He trained in Paris in the 1920s in the culinary arts and was a chef until he became disenchanted with the restaurant industry. In his early 70s, he obtained accreditations in massage therapy, reflexology, herbology, and podiatry. After 20 years of massage therapy, he got back into culinary arts and finally resided into Arizona, where he became an author and a lecturer. He published two books, Age Less, Live More, and just before his 114th birthday, he published a full-color print edition of his ebook, Beyond 100, How to Live Well into Your Second Century in Two Languages. Only about one out of a thousand centarians make it past 110, according to the textbook Super Centarians. There are only approximately 700 in the entire world with only several dozen officially verified, which is a difficult process for people born long before official registration. This is one of the most epic interviews I have ever had the pleasure of conducting, and I'm excited to feature Fernando Lapayo here today on Staying Ageless. He was, and his spirit is still, the living embodiment of staying ageless. In an article published in 2014, his assistant and granddaughter was quoted as saying, Bernardo continues to shop for himself, cook, bathe, shave without any assistance from anyone to help him in and out of the shower. He walks a mile and a half every day to the park. He has all of his hair and teeth and has no wrinkles. Chamberlain attributes his longevity and robust health of her grandfather to her Brazilian-born great-grandfather, a doctor and herbalist who taught Bernardo very clearly what and how to eat and what bad habits to stay away from. More than good genes, my grandfather was given a set of rock-solid principles in terms of a daily regimen. That is the real key I hope people will understand. There's just no way you can be reckless and expect to be in excellent health. Well, let's hear from Bernardo himself. Bernardo, welcome. I am so excited to have you. I'm happy to be able to talk to you. Well, I first learned about you when I came across an interview on Fox, and I was really excited because I, I'm a raw foodist myself and I'm vegan, and they called you the, a, a raw foodist. Do you consider yourself a raw foodist? Yes, yeah, somewhat. Two-thirds, anyway. So I, I always was a, a very light cooker when it comes to food. I just would steam it, more or less. My father taught me that. And he said that she always should uh, have the food partially in order to get all the nutrients from it. So we just steamed it, and sometimes it would saute a little bit after with the garlic and onions and stuff like that to make it tasty. That's the way I was brought up, and I lived that way until now. Since your childhood, you've been eating like this? Since my, since I was six or seven years of age, as long as I can remember. In my experience going around, I... And reading the Bible, I was quite an avid reader as the Bible was concerned. And I never found in, in there anything like fried chicken or spare ribs or prime ribs or anything like that. All I ever found was fruit and vegetables. Right. So that made me more interested in fruit and vegetables. And uh, I've never been sick a day in my life. I thought it was really interesting that you studied culinary arts. I always liked to, I always liked food for some reason. We had a housekeeper, and she used to let me fiddle around with dough and things like that. And I was interested in food. And the more the older I got, the more interested I became. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the reason why, because my father wanted me to be a doctor, but I was not interested in medicine. 
I wound up becoming a doctor anyway because I, uh, I was interested in feet because he had told me that your feet and eyes is very important. Take care of them. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, of course, I, I did that. And you know what, what really happened? I said, I got to know more about the feet. So I started reading about them, and finally I started doing the fellows on the ship. I was on sea, and I used to do their corns and calluses and whatnot. And it was, I was getting good at it and hadn't studied anything. Hmm. And so the captain said to me, you know, if I were you, I would go on to school. You, you're pretty good at this. Why don't you go ahead and become a, a, foot, a foot doctor? That's what they called them at that time. Or the more pronounced name was Chiropodist. But in 1955, they changed it from chiropodist. You could only do corns and calluses. And in 1955, they changed the name. They called it podiatrist. But I had to go back to NYU and study again to learn about the nerves and operating and so forth and so on. And what what exactly about the feet um, is so important for, for health? They carry you everywhere. You can't do nothing without your feet. <laughs> right? That's a good point. It's <laughs> a very good point. <laughs> well, that is the fact. As a matter right. of fact, my feet now is like a baby's because they were bathed when I was from a child and took all the, the dead skin off because they're tied up all day, you know, in socks and shoes. They don't get any fresh air. Right. And that's what creates corns and calluses. Right. But if you wash them at night, uh, be sure you wash them good, get all the dead skin off. And then massage them in olive oil, and they will stay soft, and that goes through your whole body, as a matter of fact. Right. But feet specifically, it'll keep your feet nice and soft. You'll never have a corn or callus. I don't have anything like you might get an ingrowing nail after you get older because you don't cut your nails like they should, and they'll pass up against the shoe and bend and go into the flesh. Daddy always said, take care of your feet. First, this is what he told me as a, I must have been eight or nine at the time. He said, health should be your first priority, mm. no matter what. How much money you make, this or that, he said, if you're not healthy, it's no good. Right. So take care of your health and uh, keep your colon clean and you'll never get sick. In terms of colon health, what do you do for your colon health? Are you using... Colon, you eat the right food. You heard the term, you've heard the term, you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Never truer words were spoken. If you eat green vegetables and salad and some fish throughout your entire life, your colon will stay clean. Mm-hmm. I was raised on that, and I still do it every day. And my kids are the same way. Never get sick. I got a daughter, 73 years old, never been sick a day in her life. Wow. I have another one that's 67. She's never been sick. And my son... Who, if he was living today, he'd be 80 some odd, born 1926. But he was a musician traveling on the road and eating all kinds of crazy food and whatnot. And he had a heart attack. Boom. Gone. It's like that. And that's what happens to you if you eat the wrong food. First thing you know, you either got a stroke or you have a heart attack. Right. That's amazing. Do you take any supplements? I take nothing. I, I walk. I take my exercise and walk, and I drink. <laughs> I drink cinnamon tea every morning. <laughs> if the weather's bad, I use the uh, treadmill. So you walk every day? I've been doing that for years. I walked when I was on the sea, up and down, wow. walking. The guy said that guy's crazy. He's out there 
<laughs> early in the morning, walking up and down. And I said, well, I'm crazy. But they all did. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, I'm serious. Every one of them did. You know how I know that? Because of the fact that the union paper had an obituary. And right. every time I'd look, and I'd see Sam Jones died. My wife used to say to me, God bless her soul. She said, Daddy, all your friends are dying. Right. I said, well, I said, they took the fast road. And I took the slow road, so that's why I'm here and they're gone. Wow. The only one living that knew me when I was 23 years of age and is the congressman of New York now. Okay. Uh, Charlie Rangel is the name, the congressman. But I read mostly about history and health. Anytime anyone says something about health and uh, an improvement, I'm right there. But anything else about the, all the stuff you see on TV, I don't bother with it. All the things that you use on the face to make your skin smooth and all that, I don't bother with. Olive oil has got my skin as smooth as a baby right now. <laughs> right. Everybody wants to know, look at his skin. Why? Olive oil. But they don't, oh, it's too greasy. I say, well, the reason why you say that, you have never used it, you don't know. Olive oil penetrates. goes right in. All you have to do is rub it. It goes in. There's no grease nowhere. Right. And lots of people have told me after that have used Oh, I'm on that olive oil, especially the men. They tell me every oh, I, when I shave, I put it on and blah, blah, blah. I say, yeah, it works. Yeah, it works all right. So that's the way it goes. Oh, I could sit here and talk with you all day about various <laughs> things. So they say that positive attitude and, and, and living a stress-free life has a great deal with doing. Believe me, it does. Long. No, never say, if nothing don't happen. Okay. Just say, I'm going to do so-and-so-and-so. Think positive. Always. I was in the hospital the other day for a checkup mm-hmm. after being traveling and whatnot. They t- tell me they want to change my diet. <laughs> I wow. laughed at them. I said, you going to do what? <laughs> change my diet. You're eating too much green vegetables. And how old was the doctor who gave you this oh, prescription? I asked him. I said, how old is he? One said 48, the other said 52. <laughs> I said, I've been taking care of my body when you, when you were in your mother's womb. <laughs> So how are you going to tell me? And I asked her, how many, how many hours did you spend in nutrition when you was in medical school? Right. She said, we didn't study that. I said, well, how are you going to tell me how to take care of my body? You can't do that. I'm not changing anything. I'm getting out of here. Well, that's that's a great answer to that. Well, that's the way I am. I'm very positive. And I do what I say I'm going to do. And uh, it pays off for me. It has paid off to now. All right, y'all, it's time to take some questions from Instagram and email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs, respond to the call for questions on my profile at The Raw Girl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Since this whole episode is a throwback, the question for today is actually a throwback, a question that was sent in by Christine in Arizona via my health blog a few years ago. She said, Dear Raw Girl, it seemed like you had some knowledge about parasites and I was hoping you could point me in the right direction. I've been suffering for six months now and taking a homeopathic treatment. It has helped some. I'm afraid to eat anymore because I don't know if what I'm eating is feeding them. Please help. Hi, Christina. So parasites, child. 
So the thing with parasites, the first thing that you really want to do is actually get tested. You need to get tested. In my practice, I do a GI comprehensive profile test, which will also test whether or not you have candida, if you have other bacteria, or if you have parasites, and then what type of parasite. That is very important because that is going to determine the type of treatment that you will undertake. You can take antibiotics. If you go to your regular doctor and just tell them you have a parasite, they might be able to test for it. Generally, their tests are not super sophisticated, so you're not going to get back what type necessarily. If you go on the antibiotic, the, the problem with that, it's going to kill both good and bad bacteria. So I like to put people on protocols that use natural antibiotics that don't damage your good bacteria as well. Um, so you're going to want to do that. And then you're going to also want to make sure that whatever you're eating is actually supporting your parasite cleanse. So depending on what kind of parasite it is, or if you have candida and parasites, you're going to then adjust your diet to make sure that you're not taking in tons of sugars, flours, processed foods, and other things that can actually help those parasites and candida to grow. If you were my client, I would test you. I would also find out what homeopathic treatment you were taking. But honestly, once you do the testing, then you can actually tailor that homeopathic treatment to be way more effective than if you just blindly go and find over-the-counter parasite cleanses and you're not quite sure what you're dealing with. It's all, You also like maybe surprised, I see often that sometimes people are dealing with actually bacteria that is very hard to get rid of. And so it's really important to do this testing just to figure out where you are. I hope that helps you. Feel free to reach out to me if you have parasites, you think you have candida or any of those things. I do tests for those things in my practice and I have helped people successfully. Hope this helps. Okay, it's time to close out the show. Hopefully this show has inspired the heck out of you to realize that paying attention to diet and lifestyle can yield amazing results. It's about going back to what our ancestors ate before fast food and processed food dominated the scene. Will it take a bit more time? Yes. Can it be more expensive? Yes, but only in the short run. Long term, you save yourself thousands of dollars spent on doctor's bills and you avoid pills prescribed that lead to nutrient depletions and more side effects, or at worst, a new diagnosis. Living that hashtag ageless life is not about sacrificing pleasure. It's about taking control of your well-being through discipline and alignment with nature. In the words of Bernardo Lapayo, one ounce of prevention is worth a thousand pounds of cure. Prevent now to prosper later, y'all. Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at The Raw Girl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, therawgirl.com. For more on the show or to listen to past episodes, visit stayingagelessshow.com. Mm-hmm.